What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Clutch Picks Against the Spread. Week 14 coming at you. Guys, I just have to say, I'm really getting sick of this. I'm having good weeks. I'm having great weeks, but I'm losing the only play that I don't want to lose. I lost my lock last week. I had six plays. I went five and one. My one loss was my fucking lock of the week. I went from an astonishing seven and three, diminishing all the way down to seven and six. I'm already looking forward to this week. I have stats to back up my play. I have the vibes on my side. This, this is the week I write the ship. I've had enough. I've had enough of the mediocrity. I've had enough of the losses. I've had enough of overthinking. I've had enough of beating myself. I'm back. I'm back and better than ever. Let's make some fucking money. Like I said, good week. I'm still pissed. Jockey, super hot fire. How about you? Correct. I, I will be referred to this week as Jock, a.k.a. Super Hot Fire. Um, I'm on the hottest streak uh, betting-wise on this podcast. Everybody should be alert. My next play will lose just the way it goes. Um, I'm sipping a nice red wine here, enjoying my little moments. Um, but I'm doing better than anybody on this show in the past three weeks. I know that for a fact. Um, so I'm going to enjoy my red wine and watch Colin Pirtle get stoned. And you still have the worst record. I just want to put that out there. You've, you've beaten everybody the past four weeks, and you still have the worst record for locks of the week. We got Nico at seven, five, and one. Jock, you are at seven and seven. I'm at seven and six. Pert, you're at five and three. I find little victories in these things. I, I've been a laughing stock of this, this cast for the past year, uh, year and a half now. Yep. Two years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Days like this remind me is why I love this group of guys so much. Bert, how about yourself? Yeah, like Jock, you said, I'm, uh, I'm up in the clouds right now. I'm feeling good. Uh, that's because of our joint fucking play last week, though. Me and Jockey, we knew it. It was destiny. Whenever me and Jockey fucking team up, Chucky T's baby, him sipping his red wine, me smoking my weed. Man, that's a fucking marriage right there, baby. Mm. Uh, vibes, mm. vibes are high. Uh, just kiss already. Got, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit. We got, we got the Christmas lights going up. Uh, Christmas is coming. Uh, sadly though, birthday. It, it was Scotty P's birthday, but sadly the U.S. though, the U.S. uh, fucked us over in the World Cup. Um, uh, the World Cup ever since then has just been, yeah. Other than that, vibes are high in the NFL. Last but not least, Nico, fill me in. I'm on a Coltrick NFL. Me too. The World Cup, really. I, I My main focus has been the World Cup for the past three weeks, and I wish it wasn't. Ever since I lost my bet USA versus Wales, my money has just been flushed on the toilet. I'm on my fourth job already. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to need to take out a few loans. But, I mean, this this my lock this week is going to be magical. So I'm going to get back. I put a lot of focus on NFL this week. I'm I'm back to normal. Nico, honestly, one thing that I noticed is we kind of lost confidence. You know, we had a lot coming into the season from last year. We had insane records last year. We kind of started off, but then, you know, we lost track of who we were. We lost ourselves, you know, and I feel like we're going to start to find that. I feel some electricity in our bones this week. We're going to make a lot of money this week. I know it. Dude, I'm telling you, it it was the World Cup that screwed us over. We had so much focus in the World Cup. And we had no focus in the NFL. That, that's what happened. The I United agree. States literally just put a I agree. put a gun to our throat, and that that's it. That's all yep. I can say. 
We're back on track. This is like an AA meeting. Hi, I'm Charles. Hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. I blame this on Greg the Yay. Greg fucking Burrowalter. Yeah. If he wasn't a dumbass, we wouldn't be in this situation. But it is what it I is. Agree. Now it's time for the real football. All right, guys. So I don't know if you noticed, but the past couple of weeks, we are really enjoying condensing our shows for you. As much as we love breaking down every game, we want to bring you only the best that we can. So same thing. We got two, two, three games. We're going to stick with two games this week and then into our locks of the week. Obviously can't miss that. So for our first game this week, one that I know Pert's looking forward to, one that has my mind in a fucking twister. We're looking at the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions right now. The Vikings are plus two. I know they're away. Still can't wrap my head around that. Over-under is at 51 and a half. Bert, why don't you try to make this make sense for me? Yeah, um, the disrespect all year. And I'll keep, I'll take it. Vikings plus money. What are we, 10 and two? Come on, come on, like stop it. I know Detroit's been hot, but in the end, guess what? It's fucking Detroit. Uh-oh, I have a uh, ooh, roof, roof, roof. I have a package at the door. That just means that package is a Vikings win. That's all I know. I'm looking there at stats. Is. Yeah, I'm looking at stats right now. Kirk Cousins, fucking eight Yo, and ask, two. Ask the delivery man if they're gonna cover. Ask <laughs> yeah, no, fucking Kirk Cousins, eight and two versus Detroit, and they're going to give me plus money. Come on, I know. Like I said, in the end, it's going to be the Detroit and Jared Goff. You think I'm going to put money on that? Fuck no. I've, I've no idea. It's, it's mind boggling. The disrespect has been from Vegas all year. Uh, I think Vikings, we had our letdown game against, uh, the Cowboys and, um, last, last week we proved, uh, that, um, we're still a good team. And I think, uh, this week, uh, we proved it again. Uh, we proved the naysayers once again. We doubt, we proved the doubters wrong. I, I think, I think that, they want you to bet the Vikings. I think I feel like just Vegas just wants you to bet. They the Vikings. do, but literally everyone I know is on Detroit. It mean, that, that's line, very, the, it was a pick that's them, weird. and now we're plus two. Like how are we plus two? I don't two? get that. That's just shocking to me. I, this this game's tough. I mean, this is just a. I feel like this is a complete bait game. I feel like I don't. It's, it's just a weird feeling. That I think Vegas just thinks they win either way. Mm-hmm. That's just that's at least how I'm looking at. It. Like Vegas thinks like, oh, if the Vikings lose. They're gonna they're gonna cheese some people next week out of people not picking the Vikings because they lost against Detroit. I think this is a win win for Vegas. I'm just staying completely away from this game. Dude, I really, really, really want to hammer the Vikings. The only thing that stopped me is that every person I've talked to or interacted with is on Detroit, and, and I I do not understand. I, I cannot fathom why this is a thing. And I know I'm gonna lose money because I know I'm gonna bet on the Vikings. I just flicked a booger in that corner over there of the room and it went exactly where I wanted it to go. And I feel like that's Kirk cousins at one o'clock, not at four o'clock, not eight o'clock, only at one o'clock. He throws the ball where it wants to go. I understand that if this line were to be an eight o'clock primetime game and you know, they're, they're getting two and a half points. I understand it. One o'clock game, Kirk cousins, the midday slayer, Get the fuck out of here against these shit ass Detroit Lions. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care. They could take my money. Vegas could have it. I will walk up to the counter and say, here's $100. You could take it. 
If they win, so that, that, that's what that's what Vegas want. That's what Vegas is egging people on to do. And they're gonna get that, it, dude. That, that's <laughs> they're gonna get that, it. That's just how I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. Yeah, I know. I think I think a lot of people are like thinking what you're thinking though too. I think people are saying like, yo, like they could have my money if they lose. I think a majority of people are going to be saying that come Sunday. It's a buy low spot. You're gonna give me a ten and two team at plus money against a five and seven team. I do not give a shit if their quarterback. House just burnt down. He lost his family, and he's <laughs> going through the Christ. worst part of his life. I do not give a fuck. They will win. They will win. Colin Pirtle. It's it was Scott Pirtle's birthday. They're not losing. <laughs> oh, the Vikings always disappoint Scotty P. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do it again. Sorry, but Scott. The Vikings and Lions. These games are always good. I see the over over under numbers fifty one and a half. I still I would still expect the over to hit. The Lions, they always, they're always winning these games up by 10, going into the fourth, and somehow they fucking choke going into the uh, final drive, and somehow the Vikings win. That's how it always goes against Detroit, and that's how I expect it to go this week. The next game up, last game before our locks of the week again. We want to get right into our locks this week. Nico and I have some juicy plays. Jock with a good one. Hurt, obviously, you're on a hot streak, so we want to get into that for you guys. Last game we're going to talk about before our locks, the New York Jets. At the Buffalo Bills. Everyone remembers what happened the last time these two teams met. Jets with a big upset. Right now we have Jets plus 10. Over-unders at 43, 43 and a half in FanDuel. Nico, what do you think here? I think Bills are on a, a major, major decline right now. I think 10's too much for this game. I know. I think the Jets just match up perfectly with them. They have a, they have a lockdown corner Sauce Gardner. You're talking about the Jets, yeah. Sauce yeah, Gardner, yeah. Jerry Reed. They, they, they have a, they have a, yeah. They have two lockdown corners. The Bills don't like to run the ball, and the Bills just lost. I mean, he was out for the past few weeks, but they lost a really big piece in Von Miller out for the season. I think I, I just think the, the Jets just match up perfectly with this team. I'm gonna take Jets plus ten. I mean, this is such. I, I know the Jets beat them, so the Bills are probably gonna win because it's very rare you don't see a split here. Um. But, dude, there's no way that Bill should be 10-point favorites. I, I just do not see that. Like you said, Sauce Gardner's on another fucking level right now. I just – I have – I was more impressed with the Bills in the first half of the season so far than I have been recently, even though they just put a fucking trounce on – who'd they play last Thursday? I don't remember. I was at, at fucking the burrito bar getting fucking shit-faced. <laughs> but regardless, they put they put a hurting on them. I had Gabe Davis to There's score the any time. That's right. I had Gabe Davis to score any time. That smacked. But I just don't see the Jets being 10-point underdogs here. I mean, you got to give them to me. I, I'm, I'm on them, too. I'm going to go back to what Nico said in the corners uh, of the Jets. TJ Reed and Sauce Gardner have been locked down, arguably the, the best duo corners in the league. And we've kind of seen Josh Allen escape the pocket and make some bad decisions with turnovers. And the run game, they're probably not going to get much up front. They have a sure tackler in C.J. Mosley, uh, who, who's always top five in tackling in the NFL. Kwan Alexander uh, was a big addition for them in the offseason, playing well. I just think that defense for the the, uh, the Jets could keep them in it. Uh, it's at plus 10 right now. I'm going to buy the hook 10.5 just because I'm worried about it. I don't mind it. I'm going to buy the hook to 10.5. If I could give a lock, this would be it. If I could give a second lock, this would be it. But I just think they match up with them so well on the defensive side of the ball, they will force turnovers. 
in big spots in this game. I just like the Jets. I like the way they're playing. Doc, don't you think that the Jets are like they're physical up front too? And I feel like the Bills play more finesse on defense. I, I I think the Jets the Jets run game has been good even without Brees Hall. And I mean Mike White has been surprisingly good. And he almost clutched no, I that think, game. He almost clutched no, that I game think, winner last week. I think Mike I think Mike White is is better than Zach Wilson. Oh, 100 percent That's the, not for that debate anymore. That's not for debate yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's it's it, I think that's over with. I think he won the locker room over. I think that that the Jets want to play for him, and I like the way they're trending. They're trending upwards. I think their head coach is rallying around them. He wants to be physical. You know, they have the guys to win. You know, this, oh, yeah. this is a playoff roster. And the the Bills have always been a finesse team. You know, they have the big show guys like Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Uh, they're really not a punchy-in-the-mouth roster. It's a lot of show-me business. And, and the Jets are the complete opposite. They and, and, you, and you, you, you just named two guys that who the Jets match up perfectly with in DJ Reed and, and Sauce Gardner. That like they're two, they're Bill's two best offensive weapons, and the Jets match up perfectly with them. Correct. And I think I think the the biggest part is CJ Mosley on, on Josh Allen and, and keeping him in the pocket and being able to chase him down. Yeah, no, I I agree with everyone on this one. I'm surprised. This line's been moving in favor of the Bills, too. I think it started at like 9 when I first peeped it. Now it's, yeah, it's at 10. I'm super surprised by that. I says, yeah, the Bills have not been a good team whatsoever. And although my Vikings uh, covered the spread last week against the Jets, the Jets still look pretty good. I don't expect Mike White to throw the ball fucking 57 times again. But uh Zonovan Knight, like Nico just said, he's taken over the running back position pretty good. And the other one that's been popping since Mike White started is uh Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at what, his, his two games with Mike White, 95 yards and 162 yards. And I was peeping draft kings, and I was like, all right, his, oh, receiving yards is probably going to be like 70, maybe 80. It's 61 and a half. I think that's a pretty low number. Um, Taking the over. Yep. Absolutely. That's what I mean. The way Mike White's has been throwing the ball, I feel like every single play to him, and he's been making plays, Garrett Wilson. Well, you guys other suggested the two fucking corners that although, uh, Jefferson, he scored, uh, Sauce Gardner, that was the only play he wasn't on him. And Kirk Cousins realized that. So it was like, fuck it. I'm going to throw to JJ. But other than that, Sauce, uh, locked down JJ. He only had 45 yards. So, uh, plus 10. That's, that's a lot as a professional football team. Double, double digits. Anyone, especially a good football team like the Jets. I expect them to cover. And if this takes, if this goes to 10 and a half. Man, that hook's beautiful. Um, I think Jets have a chance. They probably will lose, like you said. It's, a, it's hard to win back to back in this division, but um, plus ten, that's a lot. I think it will be kind of like last week, a five, a four to six point game. Hey, that's in Jets' favor. We're talking about these young guys for the Jets and them contributing against big time opponents. Jermaine Johnson. They needed a pass rusher. If you go online, video clip it. The line is if Josh Allen leaves the pocket. This guy is going to chase him down, and that guy's Jermaine Johnson. He's got two and a half sacks this year. His only his his one sack is against Josh Allen in the Bills. So these young guys are going to be ready to play. Jermaine Johnson, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, CJ Mosley. I'm I really 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 like that defense. Now it is time for our locks of the week.
All right, I'm going first here. I, I I need I need all the vibes. I need all the attention. This is my week. This is where I write the ship. This is where I fix whatever the fuck you want to call it. The train is back on the track. I was derailed. I've been derailed for three weeks. I'm on a fucking three-week losing streak. That doesn't happen to me. That doesn't happen to me. Do you know who I am? That doesn't happen to me. Corey needs a fat bitch. All, <laughs> all I know, all I know is that the Ravens have continuously been my lock, right? When I was winning, they were my lock. I needed them two weeks ago. I needed them two weeks ago more than ever, and they fucked me against the Jags. They fucked me with 50 seconds left against the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, we have Baltimore at Pitt Sunday at 1 o'clock. Steelers are minus 2. Over-unders at 36.5. You're fucking crazy if you don't think I'm hammering the Steelers. I'm hammering the Steelers. I love Steelers minus 2 here. Let me pull up this little stat I saw today. Right now, the Ravens, who play the Steelers, they lost four in a row to the Steelers dating back to December 2019. Away this year against the spread, I think they're one and five. Home, they're four and two. Something crazy like that. You're out of your mind if you don't think I'm taking the Steelers here. Per, you know, vibes are very, very important yep. to me. The vibes Steelers, are always there. The Steelers have the vibes. The yep. Steelers are, are playing good football, better football than they have been. I don't want to say good football, better football than they have been. Kenny Pickett's looking more comfortable there. You're asinine without Lamar if you don't think that the Steelers are going to win this game by a touchdown. Give me the Steelers minus two. I am ready to fix myself. I'm ready to right the ship, to get back to who I am. I found myself again in Action Network. Steelers minus two twice on Sunday at 1 p.m. I, I'm just gonna, I'm, I agree with you 100%, but I'm just going to say something. I think the Steelers are going to sneak in the playoffs. Ooh. Well, they need to win this game, these, that motherfucker. Let's these standings. Ravens without Lamar. Panthers. Raiders. Ravens probably with Lamar and Browns to end the season. Wow. Four and one. They make the playoffs. Yeah. I do I like your play, it. but I'm going to mm. put in a future in right now if the Steelers make the playoffs. Cheers to know what that's at. That's probably good value. But, you know, I agree with both you guys on this. Um, although I would just take money line minus 125. To me, that's not too big of a difference from minus 110. These division games are always, they're hard fucking five football games. I love fucking AFC North football games. They're ugly though. They're, I love to watch them, but they're ugly. Um, that, and that explains why the over-under is at 36 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if it still hits the under, but hey, we root for points. So fuck the under. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Huntley. I think that's who's going to be in for, uh, the Ravens. And he's not bad. He's not bad. He's not bad, but I see the last time, uh, 2021 season for now, he played against the Steelers. He had two interceptions. And this Steelers, to me, it's going to come down just to the Steelers' defense shutting them down and Kenny Pickett getting lucky on a couple of drives somehow, and they win this football game 17-9. It's going to be an ugly football game, um, just like it always is. I'll probably stay away, but I like the way you two are thinking. I think Steelers, money line, minus two. Um, I think that's the way to go, especially without Lamar. Obviously, like we said, Huntley's not bad, but... That's your star quarterback. That's your star. That's your whole offense, basically. He's your yes. running back. He makes everything work. Without him, who knows? They could be good, but I don't expect it against a division rival. I like one play, and it's the under. And I'll tell you why. The game's pray, played on grass. It's going to be cold as fuck. When you, I like when you they breathe, and it looks like they're blowing smoke. That's what you're going to be seeing. 
just hard nose, cold Pittsburgh style football. It's rainy on it's rainy on Sunday. Oh, that's even muddy. That's going to be some cold, forty degrees and rainy. That's yucky. Hard nipples all the way across (laughs) Pittsburgh for everybody. The under in this one is to play. And you want to know who's been dealing with that for four years before this year? Kenny fucking Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Huntley, he's a, he's a UCLA boy. Huntley's a UCLA boy. He doesn't like this shit. And he wants to go back to Cali. I, I love this. I think Minka dropping back into his zone, they're going to be able to kind of shut down Mark Andrews there a little bit. We know we're, we know they're going to be looking at him. We know that's going to be Huntley's first look every time he drops back the pass. I, I just really love the Steelers here. I mean, it's, it's more so the fact that I'm betting, honestly, kind of against the Ravens. They've been playing some horrible football. I did not want to discount that. I know I didn't say that in my initial breakdown. The Ravens have been playing some of the worst football in the NFL the past yeah, three weeks. They've been they getting too they lucky. They've been getting lucky. They can't lucky. score. Absolutely. I, I mean, I love this play. I feel like this this is the play that saves my fucking sanity. Nico, you're up next. 4.25 p.m. We have Tampa Bay at San Francisco. A great game. A great game that I'm really looking forward to. Right now, Tampa Bay is plus three and a half. Over-unders only at 37. Nico, what do you got? Yeah, I'm. I'm. this is a straight just gut play. I have Bucks plus three and a half. Tom Brady is not losing to a th- third-string quarterback. This is, this, is a, this is a must win for them, for Tampa Bay, just to completely just take full advantage of this division. This is a must win for them, especially against a third-string quarterback. One thing that... All shit could go loose. If Levante David does not play well and David White does not play well, they are going to have really big issues stopping their run. Really big issues stopping their run. If they don't play well, this is not going to cover. But if they play like they've been playing, I think this covers easily. I think I'm going to put a little bit of money line too. Dude, I don't know. San Fran's playing some good football. But like you said, it is Brock Purdy. Uh, honest, Honestly, I, I know this is going to sound really fucking shitty. I did not think he looked that bad when he, when he came in last week. I, I really don't. But does that mean he's going to be able to withstand a, a full game of just what you have to assume is going to be a relentless attack from Tampa Bay's defense? You have to assume him getting his first actual like, – uh, sure, he played half the game, right? He played half the game. Fine. But his first full NFL game, if you don't think they're going to be cooking up some funky shit on defense there and trying to make him make mistakes, you're out of your mind. He did look good. I, I just – Listen, if he, you he looked like good, it, he looked he looked good for some uh, for a team who didn't prepare for him. Correct, that's right. Yeah. Yep, yep. They prepared for good for, for a team that did not correct. prepare for him. And, and I mean, that's yep, I mean, and right. also what made me really like this play is Tom Brady is three and one after the divorce. That's true. He, after that's divorce, true. three and one. That's <laughs> that's that's, that's it. He's 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 getting poon from elsewhere, and she's obviously doing a better job than her. So there it is, oh, three and one after the divorce. Take it or leave it. Yeah, this is uh this is gonna be, I think, another ugly game, kinda like the one we were just talking about. Uh thirty seven and a half, that's low, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it hits again the under. Uh to me, I it's not up yet, but I think the best play I forgot to mention for last week, I think it will be I mean for last game we just talked about. I think both these games are gonna be field goal heavy. Uh both def all the defenses that we've talked about in our lock so far. Are good defenses, and um, I don't expect uh, either of these offenses to really uh, be able to score. I think they will be able to get in the red zone, probably 30, 40 yard line. But um, yeah, Purdy, he's fucking like he's Mister Irre- Irrelevant. You don't, you're not going to expect much out of him. The Niners' defense is fucking amazing. So 
Tommy Brady, I mean, he's he's the GOAT, but he hasn't been looking too hot this year. So uh I think field goal, field goal, field goals. Um over those one. Last and two a half. Drives, those last two oh, drives, Yeah, whoa, you're whoa, not whoa, wrong. Whoa, whoa, you're not wrong. Whoa, that's whoa, that's why you can never bet against the GOAT. Um, especially against his uh even though he's fucking forty what, forty five. This is a, his hometown kid uh team. Uh yeah, I think it's gonna be an ugly game just like uh the first hawk we talked about. Um Field goal, field goal, field goals. That's what I'll be cheered on probably for. That's what I'll be putting my money on. Sadly. <laughs> he might he might be forty five, but his cock still works. Yeah, much. yeah. I saw he has a new babe Who, and she's whoo, whoever's sucking him up and doing sexy. a nice job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh talk about that Niners defense. Five weeks, they they've let up one second half touchdown. Absolutely fucking insane. That's insane. Yeah. Uh I don't care who's the quarterback. Uh, that defense is playing with some mojo. Uh, and it, this game has underwritten all over it. All over it. Tampa Bay is 2-10 and 10 on the over, so under is hitting at an incredible fucking rate. 83% on the under. And going up, a de- going up, like a, going up against a defense like this uh, is a tall task, a really tall task. I got the under in this one. The under has been the play. It will be the play for me. In fantasy, if you got these kickers like Tucker, Suck Up, uh, I don't even know who the Steelers kicker anymore. Robbie Gold, you better be fucking licking your chops. I wish I could play two kickers in my league since, like I said, this is going to be fucking, this is going to be a World Cup basically. This is going to be kick after kick after kick. Uh, it's going to be boring games, field goals, field goals, field goals. I, I like jockey with the under. I, Whenever me and Jockey like plays together, it seems to go well. So hopefully uh, uh, the under hits on both these. All right, Jockey, you're up next. Honestly, kind of love this play. We have Kansas City at Denver right now. Kansas City is minus nine in DraftKings, nine and a half everywhere else you look. Over under is set at 44, 44 in DraftKings and Caesars, and then 43 and a half in FanDuel. Jockey, what do you got? Get it while it's hot. The under in this game, it, it it has always been the under. Give you a little rundown. Denver, 1-11, smacking the overs. The under's 91.7% coming in. They've hit one over on the goddamn year. They don't know how to score. The number is being inflated by the Mahomes, affle- uh, Mahomes effect. Uh, they think Mahomes is going to light up the scoreboard. The Denver defense is good enough to hold him up for a couple of drives. And the Denver, the Denver offense is horrible. As Nico likes to say, it's putrid. It is very <laughs> bad. It is very bad. They do not know how to score. I mean, if you give me a play where an unders coming in at almost 92%, you have to, you at least have to put a waiver on it. And let's not act like Kansas City is notorious at hitting overs. The unders coming in. At fifty-eight percent for them, you know they're not even an overhitting team. These are two under-betting teams, and the numbers at forty-four. Hell, buy the hook and, and smack that shit. Well, I don't understand why the number's not in the thirties. Jockey, honestly, I love this play. You've been on one of the hottest streaks on this show since last year. We've bet correct score. It was yesterday. I was working around lunchtime. You called me. I started fucking screaming at you because I was trying to put out fires. But we came to a conclusion here. The most I see this game is 27-13. I think Kansas City, three touchdowns, two field goals. Denver, I'll give them credit for one touchdown, two field goals. 
They have a good defense. Kansas City is going to score, but I do not see this game going over 40 points. I love this play. Like I said, you've been on a hot streak. No need to fight it anymore. No need to fight. It was fun while it lasted. Make it funnier because you stink. But guess what? You're back. And I'm going to tell you here, I really like this play. Yeah, just hope for the whole season. Although I hate the unders. This this play, you can't hate it. It's been hitting all year, and I expect to hit it again. Um, although I am looking at uh, the Chiefs in uh, Denver, and they do like to score in Denver, it seems. They're past, what, like six games? 28-43-30-27-27-30-29. That's a lot of fucking points. And um, I'm looking at the team props right now. Chiefs is over 26 and a half. So based on that trend, what is that, six for six? I probably expect that Holy is. Holy shit, Corey. 27. I told you, 27. Right. I was right on it. I That's right what, on. yeah, I I think Chiefs will probably get 30, maybe 40. That's your that's your issue. The Chiefs just might hit that uh, over-under themselves. Chiefs could score 31 points. The under's still coming. That's in. what I think. The, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the Broncos. 17 and a half to them. That's a lot of fucking points. I know the Chiefs defense isn't the greatest, but they're not the worst. And obviously it's the fucking Broncos. So um I think if you're gonna hit the under what is it, 44, 44 and a half, might as well hit that 17 and a half for the Broncos. And then hit the fucking over for the Chiefs and just root for them, I guess. I think Broncos, they've been a shit shit show all year. Uh Hackett, this is going he's a one and done. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an ugly game. I like it, Jockey. I'm not going to bet it, but I like it. That's it. I'm not, I mean, I don't bet fucking under, but I'm not a big fat bitch, but I like it. Congrats, dude. Listen, I might be a little fat, and I might be a bitch, and I bet unders. Dude, if they win, they win, but I, I, I'm not fucking bad. You got me fucked up. I mean, dude, it, it makes total sense. You know? I mean, it, it makes It almost makes too much sense. It makes it too much sense. Yeah. But, dude, I, I can't. I can't, dude. I'll, I'll get made fun of at school. Oh my! All my friends, I'll, I'll get, I'll get thrown. Nico, you haven't been, you haven't been in school for two years. <laughs> yeah, you're just school. Moving on, Pert, you're up next. The last game, last lock of the week, Sunday night, eight twenty. Finally, maybe a game that I could get down with in prime time. We have the Miami Dolphins at the Los Angeles Chargers right now. Dolphins are minus three and a half all across the board. If you really want them in Caesars right now, they're plus one oh five. At minus three and a half, over under fifty one and a half. Bert, what do you got? Yeah, Dolphins. They gotta be a happy bunch after fucking getting slaughtered by the Niners last week. Finally, get a team that I think they could beat and beat pretty heavily. This line, it's jumping, and I think it's going to continue to jump. Uh, the Dolphins. They went from facing probably one of the best defenses in the Niners to one of the worst in uh, the Chargers. Uh, I know the Chargers. I think have the worst rushing D. So, uh, Jeff Wilson, he's gotta be looking at shops. Since I know last week, uh, he didn't get any revenge against his former team. Uh, and I remember saying last week, the Dolphins, they're missing their, uh, both their offensive tackles, but it seems like, uh, they might be getting Armstead back this week. And, uh, the Chargers, they're actually missing both theirs. So, uh, it's kind of a flip flop of last week and, uh, Never good when you're missing both your offensive tackles. Eckler started out amazing. Uh, he's been amazing in fantasy, but that's mostly because uh, receiving. Uh, I don't really think he's going to be able to run much. Uh, he hasn't been running much, uh, and I think it's going to continue like that. Uh, I think Dolphins, I think they probably get to maybe minus five. Dolphins are a good bunch. They've only, that was two as well, like first loss against the Niners. And the Niners are a really good team. 
And like Nico said, they didn't practice for fucking Purdy. So uh, I give them, uh, I'll give them the fucking three points this week. And uh, I expect revenge, not revenge, but uh, two would show that at least he's on the better team and uh, that he deserved uh, that uh, draft pick over uh, Herbert. I don't think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs either. I think I think the Steelers are going to get in above them. Yeah. I, the, the Chargers have to face the Chiefs one more time, right? I believe. Let's see. I think the Chargers have three more losses coming. Yeah, they're Chargers, six six. Th- their issue right now is their coach. I don't, I don't think yeah, Staley. He, 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 he I think, and this is that's another big reason why I'm taking this game is McDaniel's is a far superior coach than Staley, and I think this will show that game. I, I wouldn't go that far yet. I do Mc- think he's. I, I mean, I, I could coach better than Staley at this point. Yeah. It's like he's <laughs> playing fucking Madden. He's to lose the fucking Raiders, like. Raiders are on par with the Colts, and I do see they actually have the Colts coming up, so maybe that's a win for the Chargers. But I see, yeah, they have the Dolphins, loss, hopefully. Titans, uh, probably a loss. It's in L.A., but that's probably a home game for Titans. Colts, that's a win for the Chargers. Uh, I, I guess don't know, were, Bird. Well, I don't actually, know. I don't know. We beat the Raiders. I don't know, Bird. Char- Chargers, I mean, Chargers do have probably the easiest schedule. They have the Colts. They have the Rams. They have the Broncos. Oh, they don't have the Chiefs again. They already no, they twice. don't. They don't. Yeah, they already oh, I mean, faced okay, the Chiefs well, twice. Yeah, I, guess, I think I still think they're going to lose two or three more games after this. I don't think they're a good team, especially missing both their tackles and their run yeah. defense is putrid. I do see them. I do see the Colts beating them. I think JT's going to get thirty plus carries that game, but oh, I mean so that's true. for that's for another week. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like the Dolphins this week. I, I think um, they have a better over team. Not on paper, they do not, but they're playing like they have a better overall team. I really like this play too. I think personally, I might buy that hook off it, maybe even buy it down to two and a half. You're probably still going to get minus 120. Yeah. Just because I can see it kind of being being a shittier game. I, I think the Dolphins are going to win, but Waddle's hurt. So, you know, two is going to have to rely on on Tyreek a little more, uh, even though he has been, been moving that rock around and, and spreading the love. He's still going to have to obviously rely on Tyreek a little more now that Waddle's out. So I'm just a little nervous about that half point there. So I'll probably buy it down to two and a half, maybe in three, but I don't think that's going to matter. I think that's me being paranoid. Good pick. I really like it. I have two plays in this game. Um, Both will complement the Chargers and Justin Herbert to throw an interception. That's a lock. I don't mind that at all. Austin Eckler over receptions. Uh, He's been dumping, yeah. And miss, missing both tackles, ball's going to come out quick. The check down's going to be there. Check down guy is going to be Eckler. Uh, he's already got over 100 receptions this year. And and when they can't check it down, Herbert's going to have to force one. When you force things, you throw interceptions. So both plays make sense in my head. Both of the plays I will be playing. Yeah, I think hopefully um, we get a high-scoring game. Obviously, the over-unders, 51.5. But I don't know, the way Sunday night's been going um, – who knows? That under may hit very well easily, but I hope not. Hopefully the Dolphins and Chargers could get a back-and-forth game and uh, Staley could get his head out of his ass and uh, at least give me some points. But um, until then, I think Dolphins – yeah, I think Dolphins win this game by a touchdown. All right, Jockey. Once again, good week. I'm really looking forward to it. Can't wait to be back on the horse. Jockey, take us out. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what What is it? Something on fire. Yeah. Super, Jockey, super, super hot, hot fire. Super yeah. hot fire. Take yeah. us out. Corey, Take cho- us out here. Corey talking about a horse. I'm not sure if he's talking about an actual horse or himself. 
Uh, we will have to clarify it later time. Uh, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners and all of our supporters. I hope you guys are making a ton of money. This was a great AA meeting. Uh, Super Hot Fire and, and Big Papa are out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Action Network. Check out our TikTok at Clutch underscore Picks One. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Peace. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.